This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Lay your head down on my shoulder, don't hold it in your hands. Tell me all your troubles and I'll try to understand. I know your heart's still tender and I know that it still hurts But things can only get better when it seems they can't get any worse Welcome to the Fighting Stigma Show here on Free FM 89.0, independent community media, and also on Raglan Community Radio, Arrow FM, Otago Access Radio, and Radio Kidnappers. I'm your host, Vanessa, and today I'm really happy to be here talking to you all about part six of our 10-part series from Action for Happiness, 10 Keys to Happier Living. So today we're talking all about direction. So having a goal to look forward to. So before I get into all that juiciness, I want to have a quick word about our sponsor, Progress to Health. Progress to Health believes in creating communities without barriers, and to achieve that we tailor supports to adults experiencing mental health and or disabilities, based on their goals to encourage recovery, independence and community involvement. Progress to Health has teams that provide peer support, recovery education, workshops, employment preparation and support, including navigation with other services. Service users are allocated a community support facilitator on referral depending on their goals to mental recovery and achievement. We have offices in Hamilton, Tokoroa and New Plymouth. So if that sounds like something you or someone you know might be interested in and you are in the Waikato DHB region, Tauranaki or Taupo, um, then have a listen to this ad I'm about to play um, for Progress to Health and get in touch with us. At Progress to Health, we provide a range of support for those who have experienced mental illness. People who have dealt with mental illness and associated disabilities are supported holistically to maximise their potential. We want to empower your journey to recovery. Check out our website, www.progresstohealth.org.nz or call us free on 0800 77 57 57. Now, don't stress if any of those contact details for Progress to Health you missed. I do play that ad again, ad again at the end of the show. So stick around, grab a pen and paper, and you'll be able to grab any contact details for Progress to Health. So you can get in touch if you think, hey, it sounds like something that'll be really helpful for myself or for someone else you know. So, as I said, we're going to talk about the part six of the 10-part series from Action for Happiness, uh, 10 Keys to Happier Living. So you can find all of these on the Action for Happiness website. So that's actionforhappiness.org. So Action for Happiness is all one word, all lowercase. The four is the word F-O-R. So Action F-O-R, happiness.org. And it's just under the 10 keys to happier living. I also really love going to Action for Happiness website and looking at their action calendars for each month. So each month they have a calendar that is a theme. Each day has a different suggestion for something we can do to bring in more happiness and kindness into our lives. And it's always an alliteration. So uh, you have like Jump Back July, Joyful June, Altruistic August, and things like that. So I'm not doing them for the couple of months that we're doing the 10 Keys to Happier Living, but in the new year, I'll get back into sharing once a month with the Action 
calendars. But if you're interested in having a look, have a look on the Action for Happiness website. But let's jump straight in to direction, which is part six of the 10 keys to happier living. So have goals to look forward to. How we feel and think about the future and how we work towards it can make a difference for our happiness in the present. Having a sense of direction, optimism and hope can can all contribute to feeling happier. An optimistic or hopeful outlook means that we are likely to experience positive emotions, feel more confident, have higher satisfaction with life and have better physical health and are less likely to be depressed. We are also more likely to take care of ourselves physically and persist with medical treatments. Of course, we need to be realistic, but hope and optimism both contribute to our resilience too, helping us cope with tough times, approach relationship issues constructively, and also take a more active, solution-focused approach to deal with problems and be more likely to reach out for support from others. Finding and working towards meaningful goals is a way of connecting the present to our future, and research is showing how it can boost our happiness and well-being too. Our personality or circumstances might orientate us towards seeing the future more positively or more negatively. Science shows there are future-focused practice actions that we can take that contribute to how happy we feel right now. So on the website, they actually have a link where you can go to the goal-setting page that they have. Uh, If I have time, I might share that a little bit later. Otherwise, I recommend just if you can jump on the website, that's a really great way to go. Otherwise, I'm going to see if I can get this page linked to the Progress to Health Facebook page, so you'll be able to have a look on there. So find us under Progress to Health on Facebook. So optimism. Being optimistic means having a positive outlook on life, both in the good times and when we face difficulties and challenges. When we are optimistic, we generally expect the future will turn out well and that we can achieve what we set out to do. Being optimistic isn't about being unrealistic, but seeing the glass as half full rather than half empty. It's also not about taking risks in dangerous situations when it pays to err on the side of caution. Optimism is strongly associated with experiencing positive emotions, better coping in stressful situations, fewer mental and physical ill health symptoms, and increased motivation and effort. Now these are all things that we could get behind, right? Whilst some people naturally have an optimistic outlook, research shows that even if we don't, there are some actions we can take to cultivate one. These may also help reducing unhappiness, depression, or even pain, as well as boosting other feel-good emotions. Taking action to cultivate a sense of optimism can be helpful in the short term, for example, in the face of challenges, and may benefit long term. So, they give a little snippet of something to try out. On each of the next four days, take a minute to imagine your life in the future at a time frame that makes sense to you. So you get to choose what time frame works. So six months, a year, five years, ten years, whatever time frame makes sense to you to think about. Now, imagine that everything has turned out as well as possibly could. It possibly could. You've worked hard and any challenging circumstances have changed just enough to enable this best possible life to happen. Then spend 20 minutes freely writing about what this best possible life is. Describe all the different aspects of your best possible life in as much detail as you can. After you've completed this activity, write a letter to yourself now from your future self with advice on what steps you could take to start to move towards the future you imagined. And then 
the second part of try it is two or three times a week over the next three weeks, reflect back on the previous few days and list five things, no matter how small, that have helped you feel that life is enjoyable, enriching, and all worthwhile. Three things that could help you see a bright side of a difficult situation. So one of those things would take kind of, let's do it two or three times a week and it'd probably take max five minutes. The other one takes approximately 20 minutes or so uh, and you do it um, each day for the next four days. So it's 20 minutes a day for four days. So you kind of choose like where your um, attention level, where your, uh, how much time you have, uh, it can make a difference. So maybe you don't do it in the next four days, maybe you do it a little bit later, but actually that whole writing a letter to yourself from the future after you've actually pictured and written out what uh, an optimistic future would look like can be a really amazing, amazing activity. I've had one where we did it, we did lots of writing, but we did also do lots of talking. And it was quite amazing the things that you could actually picture and how the steps you would need to take to get there. Because actually quite often, so often when, we, when we're not doing well, especially mental health wise, the future being optimistic is really hard to picture because we think it's so far away from where we are now. But when you do that exercise and then your future self gives you sort of ideas about what actions you could do to get there, a lot of them are real self-care things. A lot of them are just kind of sticking with it, perseverance. And what we realize is that actually looking after ourselves right now is actually the biggest, most important thing we can do and will make a difference in the future. Okay, the next section is hope. Hope is a positive motivational force that can keep us going through difficulties and help us overcome obstacles and challenges that we encounter as we work towards achieving our goals. It's related to optimism, but it goes beyond simply feeling positive about the future by being more specific about our expectations and includes thoughts and beliefs about how we might achieve these. The most well-known psychological approach to hope has three components. What we specifically hope for, so our goal, the motivational energy we have have to get started and sustain working towards that, and pathways thinking. The paths we'll take to achieve our goals and the belief that we can find ways around obstacles that inevitably get in the way. We can enhance our motivation by selecting meaningful and intrinsically interesting goals, anticipating the steps we plan to take and what obstacles might get in our way and how we'll get there, get around these all increase the likelihood of reaching what we set out to do. Hopeful thinking in this way has been shown to relate to higher performance in education and sports, improved relationships, and greater phys physical and psychological well-being. So, one of the suggestions for trying it out is a setting small goals. Once a week for the next three weeks, write down a goal you'd like to achieve in the next day or so and describe the steps you'll take to achieve this goal. Then bring to mind an obstacle that might get in your way. This could be external, e.g. not having getting enough resource, getting the resources you need, or internal, losing confidence in your ability. Now make a plan for how you'll get around that obstacle should it arise. You can try this for more than one obstacle if you need to. So finding goals that are good for happiness. Setting and working towards our goals is how we can turn our dreams into reality. However, not all goals are equal in terms of their potential to contribute to our happiness. So what makes a good goal for happiness? To maximise the happiness and well-being benefits of our personal goals, studies suggest the following. 1. Our personal goals are freely chosen by us rather than just being things we think we should 
do or driven by external reasons, i.e. looking good or getting rich. Two, we express them as something we want act want to actively move towards rather than something we want to stop or avoid. So it's like something that's a positive, like something you're going to achieve or have as opposed to something you want to stop doing or not have. Yeah. So three, we are per- they are personally meaningful to- for us and reflect our in- enduring interests and values. So the meaningful and they match our values is really important. Four, we have control to choose how we work towards them. Five, we are able to feel effective in making progress towards our goals. We can help ourselves do this by identifying small steps to take. And ultimately, I think one of the biggest things for getting goals that we can achieve and that don't wear us down or make us feel bad because we haven't achieved them is small steps. I, for myself and for everyone I've supported over the 13 years with working with Progress to Health, small achievable steps have been the most important part of setting goals and feeling optimistic about the future and that you can achieve things. So working on goals we've chosen and are interested in can give us a sense of direction, a sense of control and help us find meaning and purpose as well as being enjoyable and or fulfilling. Goals can also help us prioritize and structure our time and as we progress towards them give us a confidence boost. Our goals don't have to be big. We can try setting ourselves small goals that will eventually add up towards something that is meaningful for us. So try it. Think of a goal you are working towards or one that you'd like to set for yourself and reflect on the points above. So next part, imagine how imagining the future can help us achieve our goals. Thinking about the future isn't just about fantasy. Many studies show that we can use it as a tangible way to turn our dreams for the future into reality. So try it. Bring to mind a goal that you have that is meaningful and matters to you, then complete the following steps. So one, spend five minutes really imagining how you'll feel when you achieve the goal. What will happen? Where will you be? How will you celebrate? Visualize it in lots of detail. Then take a few minutes to write down a few notes on what you imagined. Two, next imagine the steps you will take to reach your goal. Visualize them in as much detail as possible, especially the early steps. Consider if there are any different ways you might reach your goal. Think about who might help you, encourage you or support you, and what resources you'll need to put in place or how you'll actually do that. Again, write these thoughts down. Three, bring to mind the obstacles from inside you that is most likely to get in the way of achieving a goal or distract or derail you. Quite often that's on negative internal thinking, so just have a think about the ones, your negative thoughts that kind of get in the way. Four, reflecting on that obstacle, identify identify a plan to get around it or overcome it when it occurs. Write this plan down in a form of if your obstacle happens, then I will, your plan to get around it. So it's not just list the obstacles you think might happen, it's listing how you think you might be able to get around them. Five, now decide On the very first action you need to take, visualize where, when, and how you'll get started and how you'll celebrate where you've taken that first step, when you've taken the first step. And like, that's just so great, right? There is just such really easy to follow, simple steps for goal setting. Now, if you're someone like me who's actually done goal setting in the past, that it's something that you've actually done quite a few times, it can make quite a difference having notes, having things written down. because 
what I find is I can get really enthusiastic, really kind of proactive in the moment, and it won't last for like extended periods of time or the amount of time it takes to complete the goal. And so often that's because of our internal like dialogue or external factors and challenges. But what can happen is if we've got all these things written down, so what the, what the ultimate goal is, and we've had a really clear picture of what, we look, what it looks like when we've achieved it and how we feel, and then if we've got steps written out, and then how we like written out the obstacles we think of and how we're going to get around those or help ourselves deal with them. Because let's be honest, there's some obstacles and challenges when you're trying to work towards a goal that ultimately the way around it is not around it it's just dealing with it while it's happening and just maybe the the length of the goal is longer because you actually just can't change that because maybe you get really sick or one of the resources you need just isn't available Uh, and the other thing is is just thinking about like sometimes we have to be prepared for what happens if our goal changes Right, like I think it's so important that when how they talked about having a goal that's meaningful to you and fits your values, but it's also it's like something you've chosen, not something that's externally pushed on you, right? And I think that's so important to have that that sometimes our needs, our desires, our goals, our hopes they change, and it's okay to change that. That if that changes, to change a goal in the middle of it. And that could be because of the obstacles come up. Maybe you realize, I, I just physically can't achieve that. I'm going to put that to the side and do something different that's still going to be meaningful to me, but it's not going to be the same thing. Maybe you'll put it aside for a period of time and pick it up later. Maybe you realize, actually, I thought I really wanted to learn how to fly a kite, but then I realized, no, actually, I don't want to do that. I want to learn how to ride a bo- my, um, bicycle. So recognizing that hey we change things change and it's okay for us to put down a goal and pick up a new one now what I'm going to do is I'm going to play us a song and I want you to have a think about how do you set goals are you someone who's optimistic are you someone who feels like you've got reasonably good direction in life do you are you able to look to the future and think yes I can get there how does that work for you right now what what and then when you've got that, like have a think in the past, like when's there been a time that you set a goal for yourself and you've worked towards it for however long it took and then you've achieved it? Because sometimes it can be a really, really solid thing to actually have a think about our strengths, like the way we've managed to do it in the past. So think about all that while you're listening to Gypsy Train by The Trouble Notes here on Fighting Stigma on Free FM 89.0, independent community media.
Welcome back to the Fighting Stigma Show here on Free FM 89.0. And so did you ever think about your goals? Like how you gonna how you achieve them in the past, how you might achieve them in the future? One of the things that we quite often we need when we're trying to set goals or work towards our goals is we actually need someone to talk to, someone to get us some ideas, someone to help us with our mental health and our emotional well-being. So what I'm going to do now is our series of support lines. So grab a pen and paper, write some of these down. So if you need them, you've got them. So the first support line that I want to give you is 1737. Now that's pretty much what it's called, so need to talk. 1737. It's a free call or text service and it's available 24 7, um, so 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you'll get to talk or text with a trained counsellor and this service is completely free. So if you're feeling anxious or um, run down, depressed, needing to talk to someone, give them a call or give them a text. 1737. The next number I want to give you is the Crisis Assessment Team, or CAT Team, and their number is 0800 50 50 50. So that's assistance for people who are in crisis in the Waikato DHB region. So they're a crisis assessment team, they're part of the community mental health, um, so they are kind of like right up there with when things are going really, really wrong, it's very urgent care is needed um, around mental health. So that number again is 0800 50 50 50. The next number I want to give you is Lifeline. So Lifeline is an amazing service. It's a 24-hour telephone support service available for anyone needing emotional support. So 24-7, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Now their number is 0800-543-354. And they have trained counsellors and just amazing people that you can have a talk to no matter what time of day it is. The next number I want to give you is the Depression Helpline. Now the Depression Helpline is related to depression.org.nz. Um, you may have seen some of their ads around like the, um, with John Kewen. They have a whole lot of videos on the online service, but this is the phone line service. So Depression Helpline 0800 111 now they're there, they're, if you just have someone, you need someone safe to talk to, they're available from 8am in the morning to midnight. And they're a really great service, just someone calm and like gentle to talk to about whatever's going on for you. Now the next number I've got for you is not a mental health support line, it's actually the health line. So it's health information service for all the family and it's staffed by registered nurses who will give information and advice. I have used this line, it's for general health, medical medical health, physical health and it's really amazing because sometimes when things are going wrong with your body, you don't know what's happening, you're not sure if we need to go the ambulance route or you need to go to the hospital. They're trained nurses, so they will actually ask you a bunch of questions. You can answer them, and they'll let you know what you need to do, and it's a huge relief. So the Healthline number is 0800 611 116, and that's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The next number I want to give you is the Suicide Prevention Helpline. Now, this is support, information and resources to people who are at risk of suicide and or the family of family or whānau and friends supporting them. Now, it's available from midday to midnight and their number is 0508 Tōtoko, which is 0508 Now, the next number I want to give you is the Shine Confidential Helpline. 
And the Shine Confidential Helpline specialises in domestic violence to help keep people safe from abuse. So their number is 0508 And the last number I want to give you is I want to give you the outline. Now this is a gay and lesbian outline New Zealand. So it's support for people, um, gay and lesbian people, people um, who want to have someone to talk to about whatever's going on around that because quite often we need a bit of extra support and when you're not getting that support that can definitely lead to mental health stuff. So this is a really great line. Um, So the outline, their number is 0800 688 5463. Stress if you missed any of those contact details for any of those support lines. I do play that series of support lines at the end of every single show of Fighting Stigma. So um, come back and listen to us again on Free FM 89.0 on Thursday at midday, Friday at 5.30am or I believe it's Sunday at 3.30pm. Uh, or you can find us on Spotify, just look for Fighting Stigma or check out wherever your podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts from. I know we're on Apple Podcasts, but just have a look around. But hopefully this has given you a few ideas for how to set goals, maybe look for some direction in life or maybe just to boost our optimism because I know this time of year coming into Christmas and New Year it can be really good to kind of like have that little boost it would be really really nice but that's what we've got time for today so from us all here take care. At Progress to Health we provide a range of support for those who have experienced mental illness. People who have dealt with mental illness and associated disabilities are supported holistically to maximize their potential. We want to empower your journey to recovery check out our website www.progresstohealth.org.nz or call us free on 0800 77 57 57. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.